What's up and welcome back everybody, this is your boy Gary Dink Days for another episode of Dink Days Podcast. I am here with my good friend, the maniacal mechanic, Scott Dealey. You guys know him, you guys love him. If you don't, <coughs> piss off. Um, and uh, he's on a few different platforms, uh, Rizzle, Instagram, um, The Book of Face, Facebooks, um, yeah. Somewhere uh, on Twitter, but I don't TikTok, remember all that shit. Um, just all kinds of stuff, really. So if you don't know him, you're sad, pathetic. And, well, I'm just kidding. No, but you're, you're not. I feel so lonely. But uh, yeah, you should find him uh, on uh, Instagram, Evil Irish Biker, right? It's Evil underscore Irish underscore Biker. Believe it or not, it has to be that fucking right. specific. Yeah. So there's that. Now. This evening, my lovelies, we are recording late, and in doing so, we have come up with the idea of discussing this evening with all of you horror movies. Some of our favorites, some of what we think is the worst, um, you know, some that are just literally laughable, and some that uh, have always piqued our individual interest, um, why, it, whether it's the story itself or the way that it's told by the directors and the storytellers presenting it. Um, so, starting off, Scott, was, um, what was your first horror movie that you could remember? <laughs> first one? Yeah, very first one that you can remember. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. Nice. Yeah, it's probably about four. Yeah. Nice. Any? Uh, what do you like? What do you remember being for being four and watching that and like <laughs> everything? I hate to steal a line from a Tim Burton flick, mm-hmm. but it was the funniest damn thing I had ever seen. Yeah. Thank you, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my first... See, I've never had issues with horror movies scaring me. Yeah. My first horror movie experience, I was I was about five years old, and... Uh, you watched Showgirls, didn't you? No, no. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, because I was born in 1984. Um, I'm a little older. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so my dad, uh, bless him, being the sadistic fuck that he is and was... Uh, was like, hey, you want to watch a movie to see how I would react? And I had nightmares with about Freddy Krueger for about the next month. And then one day, my dad, being the dick that he is, love him, thought he was going to be funny and get me all freaked out again about uh, Freddy Krueger. And it backfired on him, he said. Um, him and my mom both told me this later on when I got older. That uh, he goes... Gary, I noticed that you're not having those nightmares anymore. You stopped dreaming about Freddy. And he said, I stone cold turned, looked at him. And he said in the most creepy child voice he's ever fucking heard. I said, no, Papa, me and Freddy just kill people together now. (laughs) I don't remember saying that, 
But I, I was told by several people that were supposedly there uh, when I got older that I indeed said those things. And he didn't sleep for about a month after that. He was worried about a pet cemetery situation, probably. Hey, let's not bring up pet cemetery. <laughs> not because it scared me. <laughs> but because of my 13-year-old. <laughs> Why don't you go and tell him about that stuff? <laughs> Well, the fucked up part is he's never seen he'd never seen the movie because you know right. Damien. Yeah. Yes, my child's name's Damien. Fitting, isn't it? But uh <laughs> only child. Oh wait, that's Lola. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a theme going on here, my kids' names. Gabriel. The Archangel. Yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> And then Eric. The oldest. Yeah. That was from The Crow. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Brandon Lee. Oh, man. And Draven was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I loved those movies. And it's even spelled... It's spelled differently, though. It's E-R-I-K. You know, I, I appreciate the actor <clears throat> who took over the mantle of The Crow after Brandon Lee. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Are you talking the second movie? The, the gentleman who is in John Wick. Mark Dacascus. Thank you. I love that man. He did beautifully. Yeah, and he, he didn't try he didn't try to take anything away from Brandon Lee's crow. No. He, he at made all. it his own. Yeah, movie. yeah, exactly. And, and you're referring to the we, the Stairway to Heaven series. Yes, yes. And it, it, that was it, underrated as it, well. It really, I, I loved it. Thank I you. It. Nice. I have it on DVD. Yeah, I, it's it's so good. And if by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, uh, it is a series um, about the crow, and it's it was it was really I think it was on was it on HBO or was it originally? actually I think it was on USA. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it was <laughs> a long time ago. So, uh, but Mid-90s. I'm pretty sure now you can probably if you really yeah. want it, you can find it probably on Amazon you or can. something. Yeah. So That's I would how I wound highly, up finding it. It was on Amazon. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's, you know, it's excellent. There's some weird We're not sponsored it. by it, but t- trust me. There's some weird shit to it. Mm. Like, you know, you have the evil versions, which are, uh, the serpents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you actually get to see the skull cowboy, which is just... No. He's kind of voodoo childlike, but... Now, this so is... Cool so, about. what would your, what would you, your favorite genre of horror... Be. Would would you say you're either? Well, okay. Well, let me break it. Like out of out of these genres, what would you say well, your I favorite mean, would be? Like you got your genres of things like uh, paranormal, uh-huh. uh, slasher flicks. Uh-huh. But based so, so, on true stories. So, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of create my, my own genres here, and I want I want you to pick between them okay. what you would select. So that. first I'm gonna go traditional. There's slasher flicks. There you okay. go. Okay. So <laughs> well, there's slasher flicks. There's the monster. Movies. Are we talking I'm Universal talking, Monsters? I'm, oh, well, I'm, talk, I'm talking everything from, like, the original Vampire, where, uh, Wolfman, The Mummy, uh, so all, all the way Universal to, monsters. yeah, all the way to, like, The Fly. Right. And, uh, you, you, you know, uh, yeah. I would even, I would even put almost Hellraiser, because they are a fourth dimensional 
Yeah, Power Rangers in, in that, has in more that, of a uh, paranormal yeah, aspect. Yeah, well, yeah, I would say paranormal and monster kind of category mm-hmm. both there. Yeah. Um, and so, well, so slasher dimensional beings. Yeah. That might as well just be. They're, they're demons. <laughs> they're from hell. Yet the uh, one thing most people get wrong is Pinhead was actually never Pinhead. Yeah. He was lead Cenobite. Yep. Yep. Even Doug Bradley <laughs> hates that. <laughs> But they gave him the name due to his appearance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, another. There was. A, I see. Okay, so, so anyway, slasher. Back so, to the yes, question. So slasher, <laughs> mo, like Universal monster, uh, flicks. Um, suspense thrillers, like the psychological. Like thrill, the, yeah, exactly. Like um, or the, like the, the so this last category, I'm going to go with more of. Um, Novels turned horror novels turned movies. So like Stephen King, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so out of those categories, what would you say is your favorite? My absolute favorite would be slasher. Uh, it always has been, <laughs> and ironically, you yeah. know, if you listen to me talk, and you have, yeah, I mean, really, you're my brother for fuck's sake. <laughs> But I'm a really big fan of making a quippy one-liner just to shut people down. True. So, you know, automatically people are like, oh, Freddy Krueger's his favorite, you know, anti-blah-blah-blah. No, it isn't. My favorite slasher killer has never said a fucking word. Yeah, that's mine too. And it's not Michael Myers. Nope. <laughs> it's mine, mine, Jason yeah. Voorhees. Yeah. Um, and I, the irony, again, is you ask most people... Hey, who's the killer in Friday the 13th? <laughs> and everybody's like, it's Jason. Uh-uh. No, I said in Friday the 13th, as right. in like the original. The original. Yeah. That was Mama Voorhees. Yep. <laughs> Pamela. Yeah. Played by the late uh, Betsy Palmer. Yeah. Nice. And yes, God I, rest I, that woman. I absolutely love, love the um, fucking, like... That story well, I mean, is you think so about good. Jason, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, most people are like, he was the killer. No, in the very first one, he showed up in the last, what, 10 seconds of the flick? Right. When he drug, uh, what was her character's name? Alice, I believe. Out of the boat, into the lake. Yeah. And yeah. yet, she survived. Gotta set up a sequel somehow. But then, you know, with Mama Voorhees' head coming off her shoulders... Uh, definitely hats off to, uh, Kane Hodder. The only true Jason Voorhees. Other, I will give one other person major credit for Jason, and he didn't even base it off Kane's, Kane Hodder's performance, which, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody has their favorite person to play Jason. A, Kane Hodder's the only man that has done it more than once. Yeah. And absolutely love doing it. And would argue with directors. That's not what Jason would That's do. not what Jason would do, yeah. And I don't blame him. He yep. took that character and made it his own after when he started. I mean, he originally started playing Jason as a stunt double. Mm-hmm. And then it was Friday the 13th Part 7, Jason Takes Manhattan, that he took over the mantle of Jason yeah. himself. Yeah. And, and wasn't, there, wasn't, the there a scene, wasn't there a scene in there that... The director originally wanted Jason to, like, kick a kid, or... No, he wanted him to run. Oh, yeah. Well, there was something something involving 
a child. Yeah, he wanted him to kill the kids in the cabin. Yeah, and he was like, well, Jason, "Jason wouldn't do that. Jason wouldn't do that. He's he's not he's not after adolescent children. children. He's after the counselor. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's the that's exactly that's right. The thing is, Jason has never killed a child. Yeah. So I mean, maybe unintentionally. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, maybe I mean, yeah. one of the people yeah. he did kill was pregnant. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. But he never actually harmed a child. Yeah. Scared the shit out of him. I mean, Jesus Christ, if he was going to kill the children, he had a pretty good opportunity standing inside the cabin with yeah. a bunch of little kids. But, you know, I made the reference that maybe not directly. <clears throat> But <coughs> let's take a serious note to realize that Jason X, while, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't say much about it because I love the franchise. Yeah, but that was one of them ones where you just kind of went, Jason X, was, really. That was a Jason in space. space. Yeah. but yeah. he did get the ultimate upgrade. Because, dude, let's face it, Uber Jason was bad. Yeah, that was fucking sick. And also, in that movie, one of my favorite bands, they're uh, actually out of Ohio, um, did some of the songs for that movie, The the Mushroom Head. Yep. Um, And by the way, if you want to watch Jason X, it's over there with the movie. (laughs) Because I have the entire series. Yeah, no, I... Including the remake. I love Jason The thing is, before you try to knock it, have you ever watched it? No, I have not watched the remake. Now, remember how I said Kane Hodder is ultimately my favorite Jason. Easily. If I had a way, I would let Kane Hodder sign my arm, and then I'd go get a date. Yeah. I I love Kane Hodder to death. I really do. And if for some reason he ever hears this, dude, find me on Instagram. I love you. Yes. So, uh, real, real quick... Um, just a little side note, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back and we're going to continue this conversation. So see you shortly. And we are back right after that short commercial break. Thank you for enduring that. We really appreciate. And if you would like to contribute to the, um, podcast in any way, um, you can go ahead and, uh, cash up which is uh, Gary Dank Days, as well as Venmo, and put in care of Dank Days Podcast. And it will help get better equipment and gear for us to do the podcast. Eventually a studio. Yeah. Um, so, um, always appreciated. Thank you just for listening. Um, we love each and every one of you guys. <coughs> you guys, it wouldn't be possible for us to sit here and talk about some of the stupidest shit we do. We're glad that you find that <coughs> entertaining. <coughs> but back to what we were saying right before break. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the new one. No. And granted, anymore, it's not new. It's quite a yeah. few years old now. But <coughs> the guy that stepped in to play Jason, Derek Mears, mm-hmm. did phenomenally. Yeah. And I like the way they broke it down where... You know how in the original she had to wonder, how in the hell did Jason make it in front of somebody that quick? Right, right. From the new movie's perspective, Jason's not some big, like, lumbering mass of humanity. 
Right. No offense to Kane Hodder. <laughs> because, still. <coughs> right. I'm going to digress there. <laughs> so I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> but they made Jason more sleek. He's less wide and hmm. shit like that. He's more built. Right. Uh, like you'd expect somebody that lives out in the woods. <coughs> right. They explained why he was so good with weapon tree like <coughs> a bow. Right. Which I don't think he's ever used until the new one. Hmm. But it would make sense. He would have to hunt for his food. Yeah. Things like that. So he would be more athletic looking. Yeah. And <clears throat> they, there's scenes in it that take place in tunnels that run all over <coughs> underneath Crystal Camp. Crystal. <coughs> oh, that's funny. So it explains how he makes it in front of people. He drops down and just takes off. Yeah. Comes up on the other side. Uh, knowing pretty much where they're going to be because the tunnels are short enough <coughs> on the ground level yeah. that he can hear people. Uh, so, you know, it makes it it's actually it makes it make sense, right? And they don't make him this like unstoppable killing machine, blah yeah. blah blah. They do, but they don't mm-hmm. because in the remake, Jason actually survived that drowning in the lake, <coughs> right? Pamela just <coughs> oh, excuse me. And they only had Pamela in the first minute and a half of the movie. It was during credit sequence. Mm. Jason saw his mama get beheaded, and then you got a little mongoloid growing up in the woods. Yeah. So I mean, he's an avid hunter, trapper, etc. So they actually make it make a little more sense. Right. Right. On <laughs> they spare the supernatural bullshit. Yeah. And make it more realistic. More real, yeah, yeah. And it actually, I didn't know how I was going to feel about this. Because again, <clears throat> Ken Kurtzinger was the one that played Jason in Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a horrible job, but it wasn't Jason. Right. You know what I mean? And then you got the first six movies where, well, okay, the first five movies, starting from the sequel... And working your way up until Kane Hodder took the mantle. Everybody that played Jason was a different person. Right. So, you know, it's just kind of one of <coughs> Right. Eh. But everybody has their own favorite Jasons. Uh, I think Derek Mears was saying his was like the Jason from, I believe it was part four. The, I don't know the gentleman's name offhand that played Jason, so please forgive me. Right. But, huh. you know. It is what it is. I mean, if I found my book, <laughs> The Complete Guide to Camp Crystal Lake in Friday the 13th, that right. my wife got me for, Christ- or not for Christmas, she just picked it up. She's like, <coughs> I thought you'd like this, along with a little magnet adjacent for the refrigerator. You know, but uh, nice. <clears throat> I mean, that's why I have the Camp Crystal Lake thing up on the wall, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm a huge horror movie fan. Yeah. And it, it does span all genres, but I've always always had this weird obsession with the slasher flicks. Nice. And, you know, <coughs> it's not just Friday the 13th. Do I like the Halloween movies? Absolutely. Except for the third one. Yeah. Because you take away the title character in it. Yeah. You know, the titular yeah. character of Michael Myers is nowhere in it. Yeah. Ever. Hmm. So, I mean, it has its ups and downs, and then with the new ones that came out, it kind of dismissed Everything that happened between, I believe it was part one or two. <coughs> right. 
Oof. all the way through what 10 or 11 movies total and then they jump back to the Jamie Lee Curtis being Laurie Strode shit yeah which don't get me wrong I watched them they were good yeah they were decent enough <clears throat> and you know and then you had people hate on Rob Zombie for his remakes of them yeah <clears throat> oh they made Michael Myers appear more human <laughs> he was <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Let's face facts. He was a screwed up kid. Yeah. But like when they redid Friday the Thirteenth, they gave a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the original one, he just went crazy one night and started slashing his family up. <coughs> yeah. Right. But why would a nine-year-old suddenly snap and execute people in his household? Right. That's just not normal behavior. Let's face it. Right. Well, he was a psycho. Well, yeah. But what triggered it? Right. Because yeah. as much as I dislike humanity half the time, mm-hmm. psychopaths aren't born. They're created. Yeah. And, you know, I hate the whole you're a product of your environment bullshit because I grew up in an abusive <coughs> Right. But <clears throat> I'm not out there being Dexter. Right. So, I mean, you know, let's take a page out of reality for a minute. Yeah. Psychopaths. Granted, there's always tendencies that are normal to that person. Right. But most people that are psychotic, there's reasons they got pushed to that point. (coughs) Oh, yeah. More often than not, I'm not going to say some humans aren't just born pure evil. Yeah. Because, well, okay, yeah, I am, because they're not. (laughs) It's like racism. Yeah. It's a learned thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. But, uh, you know, he made Michael Myers more human. They showed he lived in a shitty household. He was, his mom wasn't married to the guy in the movie. Yeah. That was her boyfriend, and he was a piece of shit. Yeah. Loved the actor, couldn't stand the character. Right. And I love how he thought about it. How is a 10-year-old going to kill a grown man, drunk or not? Right. He taped his ass to a chair and slit his throat. That's how. But it was shit that he was doing to Michael Myers that made him yeah. worse than he already was. Yeah. And then we saw how well therapy worked. You know, 15 years, <laughs> not a word said, and then he suddenly <laughs> starts killing people again. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I didn't have as many issues with the rem- Rob Zombie's remake as most people did. I actually <coughs> enjoyed them. Yeah. And maybe it's because, you know, I like Rob Zombie. But, I mean, the idea behind it, they gave you a reason Michael Myers snapped. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little touched to begin with, but Mommy's boyfriend was an abusive piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I like, and I like that they're showing, like, those sides of, of right. it, you know. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm willing to watch the the new Jason, I, but I don't know. I uh, I didn't like the new Freddy. The one that sorely disappointed me was the new Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Well, the remake. Yeah, I didn't or like reboot, it. I should say. I am sorry if it's not Robert England. It's not I like Freddy. Jackie O'Haley as an actor. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I but, did not like him as Freddy Krueger. If it's not Robert England, it's not Freddy. For but me. I will give them some. 
credit. He actually learned. He looked like a burn victim, and not a pepperoni pizza. True. So they did really well with his makeup and prosthetics. True. But <clears throat> the actor, bless him, yeah. he took on a role that there's like no comic. way. You stepped into a pair of boots. There is no way to fucking fill. Yeah. Period. I mean, I don't care. You cannot fill that role. And it's such... Robert England did it in such a way that he... He became Freddy in those moments, in those right. scenes. You know what I mean? It's like, Not my favorite nightmare, though. Like, it gave him night... Like, yeah. He, like, he, like, he said... He, he was painting to get it out of his system. Yeah, he had nightmares about Freddy because of how he intense... Yep. He let it get, yeah, get to him and like be and to be Freddy, yeah, right. And like it, it fucked him up. He said, uh, like, "The two Nightmare on Elm Street movies that actually got to me any, yeah, were the original yeah. because let's just face it, Freddy Krueger in the original one, yeah, that was some spooky shit. The yeah. way he did it, just his cadence." Yeah. And the fact that he leaned off to one side a little. <coughs> Granted, part of that was because props screwed up and the blades on that bitch were sharper than shit. Yeah. So he didn't want to cut himself. Yeah. But he had this weird hunch to him. Mm-hmm. You know, the one slope shoulder a little. Yeah. The way he moved, the way he reacted. Yeah. And God bless Wes Craven, the way he wrote him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And the first one, it was. The first one was really unnerving. Yeah. And then, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah. That was... That one was fucking wicked. That one was a mind fuck. I loved that. And I loved how Freddy was in it. Yeah. Because it was very much like the first time. Yeah. He was dark Uh and cold and not... He made his little quippy one liners oh, yeah, yeah. because that's synonymous it's Freddy. With yeah, Freddy. but you know the character yeah. was dark and yeah. vicious again, yeah. and then they gave him the fifth blade, yeah, which was just wicked as hell. Oh, and the part that really screws up people, if you didn't pay attention <coughs> or haven't seen it, Miko Hughes, mm. the kid that played Gage Creed yeah. in Pet Cemetery, yeah. Was the one playing Heather Langenkamp's son. Yeah. It was the same actor. Yeah. Now, interesting post note. Miko Hughes took that entire playground scene. Yeah. And bought it. It is in his backyard today. I caught, I think it was either on, God, I think it was on TikTok. And he's like, what kind of psychopath would want to build and buy that stuff? And blah, 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 blah. And then he's panning. (laughs) And all of it's going into view. He has the entire playground in his yard. That's great. Now as an adult. That's great. <laughs> and he even climbs up into the top tower of that rocket yeah. during the video. It was great. But oh, uh, back to the original story before yeah. we sidetracked, you were asking me about, go ahead and tell them about that. Yeah. Now, my now 13-year-old was probably <laughs> two at the time. Mm-hmm. Almost, th- no, he's just turned two or so. And I worked third shift. So I come home from work. You know, the wife had went to work. Our babysitter was at the house. 
Well, the babysitter, I don't know where the hell she went. She was either in the bathroom or in the kitchen or something. Mm -hmm. And Damien came into the bedroom where Daddy was. Right. And God bless the poor little child. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't trying to be creepy. But he stood at the side of my bed. (laughs) And I can only surmise maybe for a few moments. Because I was asleep. Right. And I feel this light tap. (coughs) And you know how you are when you fall asleep. Mm. If you're only asleep maybe 15 minutes, once your eyes come open, you're like damn near drunk. Mm. The way your reactions are. Right. (laughs) And he looked at me, he goes, and he's just staring at me. And I looked at him, I'm like, what, buddy? You know, trying to clear some cobwebs away because I just got woke up by a little hand tapping me. Right. And he looked dead at me, just cold, deadpan expression. And he goes, Daddy, I want to play with you. <laughs> and he drugged the you out. <laughs> and I, I remember looking at him because suddenly all the cobwebs were gone because that was probably the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. This beautiful little big-headed child. <laughs> and he said that, and I looked at him and said, all right, Gage, go away. And he just looked at me and tilted his head like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, go. Daddy's trying to sleep, buddy. He's got to work again tonight. He goes, Okay. And then just walked out of the room like nothing happened. Dude, it took me like an hour and a half to get back to sleep. I'm like, I'm waiting for the little bastard to come in here with a fucking scalpel. And I don't know where it come from because right. he had never seen Pet Cemetery. Right. At that point. He oh, saw it like funny. recently he had yeah. seen it. The original. And he looked at me and I looked at him and said, yeah. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> and you could see it dawn on him how creepy that comment was. But, I mean, it was. It was like listening to him on the right. phone when he was talking to Lewis. And he's like, first I played with Judd. Yeah. Then I played with Mommy. And now I want to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the cadence of how he said it. And, you know, now looking back at it, I find it funnier than hell. I found it funny afterwards. <laughs> you know, after I woke back up for right. the night. To the point I even told my wife about it. Mm. <laughs> and I understand it was just the cadence of a small child speaking. Right. But it was creepier than shit when you first wake up and you have this little kid's deadpan blank staring at you. And then go, I want to play with you. Right. <laughs> and it's like... Go away. You scare your daddy. Oh, shit. That's, that's funny. But, of course, now we have my daughter telling my oldest she's going to cut his head off. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, children. You got to love them. Too many horror movies. <laughs> well, you know it's bad when your seven-year-old daughter comes out, gives you a big hug, goes, Daddy, can we watch a movie together? Sure, sweetie. What would you like to watch? Hmm. 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 How about The Exorcist? <laughs> To me, I, I was fine with it. I'm right. Like, okay. And then the boys come in. What are we watching? Sissy wants to watch The Exorcist. Oh, okay. She's the only one that stayed in the fucking living room the whole time. And she's just glued to the TV. Like, right. 
And I have the director's extended. Yeah. So you get right, you get crab walking down the stairs and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> she just, she loved it. That was great. So what I'm going to do is going to hit, you're going to hit me in the podcast for now here. And I think we're actually going to pick up with horror part two the next time on this podcast and continue this lovely conversation because it is such a good one that me and him uh, share an interest in and we would like to share more of that with you. So, until next time, you lovely sons of bitches, you sexy motherfuckers, I hope you have the day. And even you ugly ones. (laughs) Even you ugly sons of bitches too. We love all of (laughs) you. We love all of you. Big, short, fat, appreciate whatever. Appreciate everybody who who stops by and has a listen. Thank you guys so much. Gary Dink Days, out.